0: Hey everyone, welcome back to It Has To Be Cast, the podcast for people who want to know how the world works and don't know that I have a YouTube channel called It Had To Be Said. I'm Chris, and I will be your guide. I I haven't been around for a couple of weeks, um, but I mean, usually I want to do this on a Sunday morning, and I was kind of hung over the past two Sundays, didn't really feel up to it. This Sunday I feel great, so... I hope uh, this podcast goes well. I've just, uh, a few, couple of weeks ago, I got kicked off Facebook. So, in, on the off chance you were looking for me there, you're not going to find me. My account was deleted. They didn't say why, of course, but you know, it was like extremist activity or some weird stuff like that, you know. Um, I haven't, I'm not really going on Twitter anymore. Um, so, I'll. Here on YouTube, and I started on Mastodon now, so you can find me on Mastodon at a Daoist, like on Twitter, a d a o i s t at todon At least I think. I think that's what it was. I don't know if there. Mastodon's uh, got a slightly different service, but but it's pretty similar to Twitter. So uh, so check out Mastodon. Okay, now today's episode is all about work. You work too much. (laughs) Work sucks, okay? I think we can all agree. And there's a bunch of reasons for that, and I'm going to try to cover them. (laughs) But probably you can figure out a lot of the reasons, too. For one thing, we don't really have any choice but to work, and that's simply because everything requires money. Everything that we want to do, everything that we want to have, requires us to have money. Now, if you were born into wealth, or if, I don't know, you are lucky enough to own something or own things that uh, you know bring in more than enough income, then then you're one of the very uh, small group of people we call capitalists. You own capital, and other people work to make money for you. Now that is uncommon, and contrary to what everyone seems to think, it is impossible for most people to achieve. Only a very small minority can ever be capitalist, can ever uh, stop working, you know, except for, like, an officially mandated retirement, because they're not going to have enough money. You will, if, if you stay an employee, you'll probably always stay an employee. You'll never be an employer. Um, because it's either, it's either you follow a boss or you become the boss. In a capitalist system, there's not a lot of in-between you know, you, you could kind of be your own boss. That exists. But most people who are their own boss are also somebody else's boss. Or at least, I don't know, temporarily or whatever. <clears throat> now, you might or might not have noticed that your whole life is geared towards work. From a, from a very young age, right from the beginning, you're taught that you're going to be getting a job. And the whole purpose of going to school is for you to get a job. Now, they might, you know some at some point in your life they've probably told you that that's not the case that you know you're going to school like to to choose your future and to uh to explore your talents and your passions and stuff, but only i don't know very rare schools actually let you do that. Almost all schools, the purpose is for you to get a job. Now, they're particularly bad at helping you get a job because most of the stuff you learn at school, you will not apply on the job. But it's still pretty clear that that's the whole purpose. After all, what's like the first qualification of like the most basic jobs? Do you have a high school degree? And all the jobs pretty much that I've ever applied for other than restaurant jobs earlier in my career, (laughs) I may use that word, Um, they've also required a, a university degree. Now, why is that? I mean, none of the jobs I've ever done have required me to do anything related to what I learned in university, not a thing, nothing. I could easily have done those jobs with a high school diploma. In fact, with an elementary school uh, diploma or whatever you get from elementary school. Because it usually, you know, the most, you know, like you need some basic literacy for those jobs. You know, and basic computer literacy and numeracy. But I mean, I learned those, I finished all those by grade six. Why would I need a university degree? Well, the The ultimate reason the, the long reason is that all school, including university, is geared towards uh getting a job that 's all, all it 's for i mean that's it, it It makes sense for people like the bill Gates and and zuckerbergs to come out and say like well you don 't technically need a degree' It makes sense for them to say that. But, of course, what they're saying is that all you need to do is be really lucky and start, like, a multi-billion dollar corporation. And then you don't need a degree. <laughs> yeah, all you need to do is start a huge corporation. And then the money works for you. <laughs> um, So, like, you, you could... Try doing that, but if you bet your whole future on it, you could easily end up destitute because there's there's also very little chance that it's going to happen and i don't care I don't care how much money and talent they had a lot of becoming really rich is luck okay unless like unless you were born into it you know um I mean. I mean, you look at like Microsoft. What makes them so different? Nothing really. They just ruthlessly um, uh, enforced IP laws. That's one of the biggest things. You, you could look at any of any of these really rich guys. I mean, what? Why is? What, I mean, obviously, Bezos. Like, what is he super smart? No, he just had one of the only .dot com businesses from the '90s that survived, and so he was like the only online retailer you know? So, uh, so Amazon, there you go. Now that's the big thing, but I mean, it's not that it's much better. It's really just slightly better. And it's because of his workers, not because of him. And yet he's a multi-billionaire. Um, most people, are workers, not owners. I just want to underline that again. There is only a very, very slim chance you'll become an owner. And what does being an owner mean? It means that you you own assets that other people work to make you money. This is the problem with assuming that, you know, property relations or how much money someone has is just, just legitimate. It's just legitimate. You know, it's just we don't have to know anything else it's he's got a bunch of money so that money is legitimate all money is blessed by god as it says in you know in the capitalist bible <laughs> all money is blessed by god so if you have money it must be cuz god wants you to have it and that really is how we think under capitalism oh it's his money he can do whatever he wants i don't know should he be work means money for the owners, because they're gonna get rich off, off your and my labor. That's what they're doing. Now, if, if they're working too, well, okay, but if they're already rich and they're working, then their work is a hobby. They don't need to work. It's like they're rubbing it in people's faces. Oh, I work so hard. Yeah, but that's not why you're rich. Hard work does not translate to wealth. I think that's really, really obvious if you look at who does the hard work in society. Most of them are the poorest people in society, the hardest workers. You know, a lot of them are working at, like, two jobs, you know, and they don't have any choice. Again, because they have money obligations because everything costs money. And you can't work your way out of poverty and and uh, proletarian class. You know, like there's there's not really a way to do that. You can well, again, you can own your way out of out of poverty, but I mean nobody ever gets to that point because you can't cuz for for poor people usually, you can't just work and scrimp and save. It doesn't really work that way. You're you're too deep into a hole. You can't just dig your way out cuz you don't dig your way out of a hole, right? It has to get filled people, people in their metaphors, oh, you're in a hole, just dig your way out, no, no, that's not how you get out of a hole, you have to fill the hole up, in this case, with money, (laughs) how about giving a poor person some of your money, Bezos, you know, Musk, like, give them, just, just kick them a few thousand bucks here and there, that'd probably change their lives, that might fill up their hole that they're in, but but they're not going to. They're not willing to. Every day, those rich people decide not to do that. Every time someone dies of poverty, you could, you could just as soon blame them. They're the ones who took uh, billions of dollars out of the economy and kept it for themselves or spent it on fucking spaceships. <clears throat> and rocket fuel... But you can be quite sure that they didn't work their way out of poverty because nobody wage labors themselves out of poverty. It's impossible. You're always paid the minimum for someone in your field. That's called market wage. That's the bare fucking minimum, okay? And when you get the bare minimum, it means that all the excess is going to the owners, to the shareholders, and so on. Now, what did they do? Well, they didn't do anything. They just owned. And that's how they make their money. They own and they sit back and people work for them. And, and, and as a result, you know, we, we're working all the time. We have to work all the time, you know, with, without raises. In, in some places, you know, like Amazon factories, it's getting like no bathroom breaks. you got to be kidding me. How does this work? And and I have um, a lot of students, a lot of online students. My job is teaching English, and, and at the moment, um, I'm teaching students in Korea, and it's just as bad for them. I, I say just as bad. I mean, it's at least as bad. You know, they're working, you know, they're working like 10, 12-hour days, you know, uh, not always getting weekends, you know, for whatever reason, oh, well, we need you to work overtime this month <laughs> or something like and they just they just have to work overtime and most of them just kind of take it and they go, "Well, I don't have much choice," you know? And of course, in a way, they're right. If if there was a kind of mass rebellion, then they could change things, but people don't most people don't think that way. So there is no mass rebellion. So so they don't even you know, what can they do? Um if if they don't rebel, they're they're gonna be working twelve hour days until they retire or drop dead of exhaustion. And both of those are, are possible. <laughs> at least in Korea you can retire at sixty. Although I I heard they're thinking of changing that too, not surprisingly. Um, and, of course, after retirement, you know, there's a lot of questions there, too. I mean, can you necessarily afford to retire? I mean, if you're like me, you're you're long a long way away from retirement anyway. Um, but, you know, the, given the economic state of things, in 25 years when I'm 65, am I going to be able to retire? Is anybody I know going to be able to retire? You know, I have this vision probably similar to yours where I, you know, go with friends and build a whole community somewhere, you know, uh, living off a permaculture and, uh permaculture and just cooperating and helping each other out and having fun all the time. But, but how? <laughs> it costs money. It takes time. It takes a bunch of land. It takes a, lo- a bunch of knowledge that I don't have. How the hell do you do this kind of thing? And if that's not going to happen, then what is my plan? Work for 25 more years and then, what, die? hard to say. <laughs> hard to say because, you know, if I don't have something, you know, to sustain me, then then I don't have anything, Right i'm i mean the other thing is what's what kind of world are we going to have in 25 years you know is it still are we even going to still be working like this i mean yeah of course if you're going to predict you would say yes but i don't know a lot is going to change in the next 25 years and a lot of things are going to be automated but the problem with that is that the 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 machines and robots that are automated are still owned by the the capitalist class the really rich people right so so how you know if if they were owned by everyone if we automated everything and everything was owned by everyone then um you you wouldn't need to work it would simply be unnecessary people are saying like oh we could we could reduce the work week to four days or the working day to six hours instead of eight hours or something no we could eliminate jobs altogether eliminate work eliminate the whole idea of work if everything was automated and 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 that would include a lot of things, but, you know, maybe, maybe we would have to contribute a bit, you know, somehow. Maybe there'd be some kind of work we'd need to contribute, but not necessarily, you know. Most of the jobs that exist today are simply unnecessary. And a lot of other jobs, um, you know, while... They're they're useful, say like my job, teaching English as a second or additional language. Like it, you could say it's useful, but would it be very useful if we didn't need to work? <laughs> like I could still teach it for anybody who was interested. People still want to communicate, they want to travel, that kind of thing. They're, they would still learn it, and I could still teach it, right? But I wouldn't have the same tight schedule, the same demanding bosses, the same people insisting that I fill out every single form correctly or I won't get that, you know, three-cent raise. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> and that's what we all have to put up with. Um, Now... Yeah, so most work doesn't really contribute anything. A lot of work isn't especially useful. Um, so most of those jobs, you know, again, we, we simply don't need them. Most of our jobs are unnecessary. And that's why it's weird when people, you know, object to the idea of abolishing work. Abolishing work, that's something you can Google. Um, they object to the whole idea of abolishing work, but, but it's, but it's because they have this this all jobs matter attitude. <laughs> you know, to them all jobs matter and if you lost your job uh in the in in some some old dying industry, well, we need to get it back for you. You know, these are good American jobs or something like that, you know, like there are books written on this. <laughs> Actually thinking that we should try to get jobs back from China or some weird like just doesn't make any sense if you know any anything about how the how the economy actually works it doesn't make any sense um it's it's really not how the the modern market is going to work get your jobs back or or something like that these are not solutions at all or or saying uh companies aren't allowed to ship jobs overseas that's the that's the whole like purpose of the global economy nowadays over about the past 30 or 40 years that is exactly what's been happening and if you're just now trying to reverse that trend you will find it impossible it's impossible it's not going to happen just like you know people in the u.s foreign policy establishment who want to try to keep china down they're not going to keep anything down They're probably just going to spin their wheels and antagonize the Chinese government. Although a lot of that's just for show. You know, they're just, it's mostly just a war of words. Uh, But, uh, well, let's see. I find it extremely sad the way people um, can't stand to have free time. There are many people out there. Who've, who've worked so much their whole lives, you know, 12-hour days, seven days of every week, you know, that they simply don't know what to do with free time. Maybe, like, if, uh, if they retire, for example. You know, I've talked to people. I'm going to retire soon, but I have no idea what I'm going to do with all my free time. How sad is that? They, only, they can only think of work. Because that's all they know how to do is work. That's all they've been trained how to do from the first day of school right up until now. I mean, let's face it, folks. You don't need to work. You'd rather be doing something else, something that's probably even more useful and productive to your life and to everybody's. And right now, we have enough resources, food, homes, etc., we have enough for everyone to have some, to everyone, everyone could live comfortably, everyone in the world, but, but it's all up, it's all owned, it's all up behind walls, and on the other side of borders that you're not allowed to cross, and I want to eliminate all those borders, all those walls, and they start by eliminating them in our minds, that's how you start. You eliminate those borders in your minds, realizing that they're just arbitrary social constructs that that the rich have invented for their own purposes. So they can be on top, so we can remain on the bottom working for them forever. Once we realize that, we can start to move past them to the next stage of human consciousness and human civilization if we can realize that we don't need to work for rich people. That's all for today. Talk to you next Sunday.